we are going to spend the first hour reminiscing about the Rugby World Cup finals gone by yesteryear. And it all started in 1987. Uh, France in the quarterfinals beat Fiji. Then they beat Australia in the semi-finals to lock up their spot. New Zealand beat Scotland and then we beat Wales 49-6 in the semi-final and it all came down to Eden Park, New Zealand versus France. And now coming up next, the haka of the New Zealanders and the French are going to stand right up in front and it's going to be a real challenge today. The French are going to stand up and face the haka just 10 metres away. All the ball has come in New Zealand's way. Another drop kick from Fox. Lajuskan Kerwin. Oh, the seven black shirts there. Jones. Tried to buckle Jones. Well, this time last year in Auckland, the whole town was talking about the Jones boy. A year later, the whole world is talking about the Jones boy. And he scores the first try in the Rugby World Cup final. Shop at number eight. Oh, chance here for the French. And it's amazing to think that uh, in the first moments of the second half, France are going to have their first shot at goal. Here's Didier Camperibero. His secret was out today, the fact that he, he was completely bald last year. And the, the young man lost his confidence, apparently, when his appearance uh, went that way. But he uh, has a hair transplant and a hairpiece, and his confidence returned. Oh, marvellous pressure kick. You can see the agonising of the young man, but it went through, and the trickle applies for the first time at 9-3. to three. Kirk, Fox, Jones, Kirk! David Kirk! Look at the scrub, David Kirk. Away to Fox and then Kirk in support. Jones had a hand in it too. Then the little rolling pass inside, and the all-black captain makes his day. The game's not over yet. Kirk's back in the play. And through! Oh, it took a strong blow. Kerwin! Oh, I don't believe it! Kerwin has scored! There has never surely been a noise like the one at the moment from Eden Park. And they started cheering for this run by David Kirk. Look at the way he left the ball behind, including his own Dispatch from Selford to Kerwin, and Kerwin fended off the attentions of the Bizier and Salah, and was over for a try. The kick is over, the game is over. The All Blacks have won by 29 points to 9. It's a 20 point victory for the All Blacks in the Rugby World Cup final of 1987. Big, big moment for rugby as a game, a big moment for New Zealand as a nation. So there it was, New Zealand crowned the inaugural World Cup champions, 20th of June, Eden Park, 29-9 over France. The great Keith Quinn calling it home for us. We moved to 91. Uh, one side of the draw saw England beat France in the quarter, Scotland in the semi, 
to book their ticket into the final. The other finalist was Australia, who got over Ireland and they got over our All Blacks uh, 16 to 6. There was the third place game in Cardiff where New Zealand prevailed over Scotland, but it was England versus Australia in London. Far Jones trying to create space. They do it for Campesi. The chip through, and Campesi is in the lead. And a touchdown by Winterbottom, it was, who got the, the touchdown. Michael Liner now coming up to 27 minutes. Can he put points on the board? Looks as if he's done it this time. He has. That will stop the heart fluttering for Michael Liner. A much more difficult kick than the first one, but this time he's on target. Australian hooker with the ball, just sorting out the line-out signals. And Oppenheim-Gowie gathering it in two-handed. The Australians trying to roll it off the side. England in trouble here. It's a try. Fed by Skinner quickly that time. Carling looping round its winter bottom, trying to bust a hole through the middle. Now there's some space for England going left. Gasket with a lot of room. And Underwood just getting away from Campesi, but Campesi recovering magnificently there. 22 minutes gone. John Webb. And yes, that one's over. He had a long look at it. Wasn't very sure until the touch judges' flags went up. But England at last with points on the board to show for their pressure. Yes, the English crowd have now got something to cheer about. This is going to be a pulsating last 20 minutes. Well, all kicks important, but this a little more important than most for Michael Liner to take his team two clear scores away. Yes! And Liner runs back, the calmest man on the field. He's not been at his very best place-kicking-wise during this World Cup, but my goodness... That was an important one. Gusker, a knock forward by Campesi, and a penalty given against him for a deliberate knock-on. He went for it one-handed, and that's the yardstick the referees use. Yes, it's there. John Webb puts England back in the game. 71 minutes gone, 31 minutes into the second half, and England claw their way back into the game. Looping round, Reiner, but he's in trouble now. Rob Andrew, but Rob Andrew couldn't find the support he was looking for. A great chance for England. Back to Andrew. He's looking for a way through. Hill and England somehow still have it. Gaskett laying it back. And England perhaps lucky to get the scrum there. They made a real mess of that. And that's it. The final whistle blows. Australia said from day one they weren't coming here to run second. And they've taken the trophy. 12 points to six. Australia over England and London to 1995. A very, very memorable World Cup. The first time South Africa played host. Quarterfinals, they toppled Samoa. Semi-finals, they got over France. Uh, on the other side of the draw, New Zealand beat Scotland. 48-30, they beat England 45-29. They were rampant. It was Lomu's Cup. But Susie had something to say, didn't she? So Johannesburg, South Africa, New Zealand. And it'll be Andrew Mertens, the youngster who's made such a terrific impression in this tournament, taking a short one, totally different. A mistake, but South Africa picking it up. 
Play continues. Offside by New Zealand. Right from the start, Steve, trying something different. Bunces so often does, making that vital yard or two. And offside, the South Africans going over the top to kill it. Andrew Mertens, cool as ice. Even though he always looks like a rather worried little individual. Scored 100 points in the World Cup so far. And through it goes. First blood to New Zealand. Five minutes gone. Wide it goes. Back inside to the big man Andrews. And a penalty. He was offside and he knows it. So South Africa, a chance to level the scores from a very similar position to the kick that Mertens landed. No mistake there either. Coming up to 11 minutes gone and Joel Stransky levels the scores. And Lomo straight through the middle, breaks one tackle. The pass going. Penalty to New Zealand. South Africa offside. Great applause because Lomo was actually tackled. And when he tried to pass inside, it was uh, number eight Mark Andrews who was there to intercept. High and true. Right through the middle. And New Zealand go back into the lead, six points to three. Big push, and if New Zealand escape from here, they will consider an escape, but a big push from the South Africans. They've got that New Zealand scrum under real pressure, and a penalty to South Africa. On target again. No mistake from the Western Province right half, and the scores are level. And in the forward, South Africa just have an advantage, a classic contest. Van der Vestesen looking to run. James Small coming in. Rousseau. Back it comes. Kruger driving on. Now they've got men's fair if they can work it wide quickly. Joubert almost getting free. South Africa have it still. Back it comes to Stransky. The drop goal. It's there. And South Africa into the lead for the first time. 31 minutes gone. And getting the reward for that pressure. Important line-out for South Africa. They're just seven or eight metres out. New Zealand got the touch, though, off their throw. Little with the little dummy. Almost through. Just legs knocked away by Mulder. Back it comes. And the drop goal goes over. Mertens as cool as a cucumber. He thought about spinning it left to go for the try. Then decided he wanted the points. And New Zealand are level again. Identical scoring, two penalties and a drop goal to each side, 9-all. And they're still only out to the 22, well within range. But the referee blowing for full time. We'll now have 10 minutes each way, extra time. The score's locked at 9-all. We'll take a break there and be back in a moment. Offside in front of the kicker. So New Zealand now have a kick two metres inside the South African half and I am absolutely certain that Mertens will go for goal no he hasn't stayed inside the near post and New Zealand go into the lead in extra time Durant runs it back at New Zealand hoisted high by Stransky and the deflection coming back South Africa's way and the referee spotted it over the top he said you went New Zealand the cheers ring around and it's over Stransky the coolest man on the park the whistle goes for half time in extra time and once again it's all tied up now at 12 all back it comes to Stransky up goes the kick up goes the wall Stransky has kicked it 
extra time, South Africa's dream is alive once more. And it's absolutely unbelievable. The crowd has gone mad. Joel Stransky, beautiful scrum ball. No doubt what he was going to do. And he struck it straight between the uprights. Scrum South Africa. Now surely the dream must have come true. Back it comes to use Van der Westhuizen. Little knock forward. But that's it. South Africa have won the World Cup. There it was, 1995, and just 28 years later, we get to relive that rivalry in a World Cup final again. 15 points to 12. We had Joel Stransky on earlier this week, reliving those moments as well. Stick around, we got more to come. Getting you through the day like a hot cuppa after lunch. You're listening to Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. We are reliving World Cup finals of years gone by and we've hit 1999 where Australia took on France. Australia having beaten Wales 24-9. They beat South Africa 27-21 to book their spot. France beat Argentina and they beat New Zealand at Twickenham 43-31. So it was Australia, France at Millennium Stadium. Over it goes. France have not first blood. Less than two minutes gone and they lead three points to nil. What a start for France. Could we say all week? Can they repeat what they did last Sunday? Well, we'll find out, but it's a great start, that's for sure. And Gregan gets very bad ball. Well scrummaged France. Penalty to the Australians, though. And that was a stupid offside because they'd done the damage. They disrupted the flow. Matt Burke. He could go through the 500 mark today. 484 points at the moment. Bang on target. Evans. Four minutes gone and it's three all. And Gibbon now waiting for the advantage. And again, I think the French are going to be lectured about the professional foul stopping quick ball coming back from five so far, Matt Burke. Well, it started so promisingly and it's been a little bit scrappy for the second quarter. Struck it well. No doubt at all. Right through the middle. Australia 12. Grant 6. Driving on. Now this is really dangerous. Oh, Regan looking the wrong way then going himself. Warren. Finnegan. Right in the corner, I think it's Ben Thune who got over. And the Australians know that that's what could be the decisive moment. Ben Thune it is, the right wing, third in the tries list already for Australia. It's 22nd and there'll never be a more important one. Other side of the field to our normal coverage, look at that. Right through the post, a great kick from Matt Burke. Suddenly, it's all open up. Australia 28, France 12. This is Michael Foley. John Eels comes up with it. The second attempt, lovely inside pass. Regan to Finnegan. Go for the line, man. And he gets there. 
for a moment I thought he was not going to go for it. <laughs> and that is it. Andre Watson brings down the curtain on the 1999 Rugby World Cup. Australia the winners, 35 to 12. They become the first country to win the trophy twice. Yes, they did. First country to win the trophy twice, 35-12 over France. Third and fourth place playoff, South Africa 22, New Zealand 18. So we go to 2003. The defending champions were the hosts, Australia. They would beat Scotland in the quarterfinal and they would beat New Zealand in the semifinal in Sydney, 22-10. England would be their opponent, having beaten Wales in their quarterfinal and France convincingly 24-7 in the final. Could Australia go back-to-back on home soil in Sydney? It's Johnny Wilkinson to begin the final game. Australia still have it. Mortlock's out wide. Here comes Takiri. He's only got to take it. Lottie! First try, Australia! They were all watching Sterling Mortlock and England caught short out wide. What a start for the home team. Unbelievable try by Lottie to carry to start the match. England to take a shot for goal then. It's Australia leading 5-0. Johnny Wilkinson, Dave Alred, the England kicking coach, has likened his precision to Tiger Woods putting when it comes to goal kicking. Distance is never a problem. The touch judges are happy. Two points the difference at Telstra Stadium. Here's Delalio. The big man with a lovely pass to Wilkinson and Robinson. They won't catch him. Jason Robinson handballs it into the crowds. England with a lethal blow in the shadows of halftime. Australia come away. A bad one from England. That's their fourth line-out loss. They're fifth on their own throw as well. Big clean-out from Sailor. Penalty to the Wallabies. And Georgia Green couldn't point of those sticks quick enough. This would bring Australia back to within six of the front-running Englishman. The two touch judges just acknowledge to confirm the accuracy, and it's six points the difference. England to have to defend for their lives here as Australia strives to level up. But what call is Stephen Larkin called with George Gregan? What is the play? It's a penalty. Flatley can level the scores and force the game into extra time. It's extra time. 14-0. Only seconds remaining on the clock. Elton Flatley, heroic kick under intense pressure. Andre Watson calling for extra time. The players aren't quite sure what to do, whether they stay on the field or they go in the dressing shed. Ten minutes of sudden death after a five-minute break. And that looks to be the way we're heading, unless England gets a late opportunity here. Tim Horan, what do you think here? Do you think England will go for the win and Johnny Wilkinson to slot it? They will set it up. They'll go midfield. Wilkinson will set it up here and he'll wait for his opportunity. And Dawson goes himself. He fooled everyone. Wilkinson's still in position here. This is England's chance. Back is there. Australia come through. Martin Johnson and England staying composed here. Wilson still in place for the drop goal. Australia come back. Here it is for Johnny. Has he done it? 
He sure has. Heartbreaker for the Wallabies. Seconds remaining. And that surely is the stairway to rugby heaven for England. Is this it? And England has joined Sir Alf Ramsey's Immortals of 1966. A dramatic, heart-stopping victory for England in extra time. And it was Johnny, 2017, the drop goal to sink the defending champions. What a memorable final that was. Just absolutely incredible. Heart-pulsating stuff, 2017. England over Australia. New Zealand took part five days after their semi-final loss to Australia. They took on France, who had a four-day turnaround in uh, Sydney at Telstra Stadium the day, uh, two days before the final, where they got over the top of France, 40 points to 13. And it is France, isn't it, that's going to feature in 2007. It will be a bitter pill for us to all swallow. Forward pass, Wayne Barnes. But I think what I learnt from 2007 was that forward pass and that non-call lived with me for 10 years or more. Some people even to this day. And I wish it didn't. And if I could take my time back, I'd just say it was an error at the time. So after the new sport and weather, we will play the highlights of 2007 and 11 and 15 and 19. World Cup review, World Cup final review, preview, it's all to come. We are enjoying rugby years, uh, rugby World Cup finals of years gone by. We've hit 2007, and we know it was England and South Africa, and it was a very hard pill to swallow uh, with the demise of the All Blacks in the quarterfinal, 20 points to 18 against New uh, against France. They topped us by two points. Uh, then England went on and beat France to book their spot in, this, in the finals. South Africa got over the top of Fiji and Argentina on their way to Saint-Denis to take on England in the Rugby World Cup final of 2007. Matthew Tate with a bit of space and uh, immediately just loses his footing. A penalty to South Africa, Matthew Tate. Hanging on to the ball, that is not a good start for the youngster. And a real chance now for South Africa to put points on the board. Percy Montgomery, 93 points at the top of the leaderboard in terms of uh, his overall points. Makes very sure that South Africa go into the lead as we approach seven minutes of the World Cup final. Swing low, sweet chariots. Big sun around the stadium here in Saint-Denis. Northern Paris as Johnny Wilkinson gets his first attempt at putting England on the scoreboard. Wilkinson, perfect. That was a brilliant kick by Johnny Wilkinson. Montgomery for South Africa makes no mistake. That is the end of the first half. It's been absolutely fascinating. We've only had penalties but we have South Africa in the lead by nine points to three against the defending world champions, England. Well, Montgomery's got a 100% record so far. Wilkinson oh, just scrapes off the post, but at least it is some points for England, and they get within three of South Africa after 43 minutes. Montgomery now, a little bit of table tennis between the two teams. Gamasol takes it. He's such a more confident player now than he has been over the last couple of years. But uh, England will be penalised for crossing, and that is a harsh decision in view of what Brian Havana did. Yeah, uh, 
the one thing you look for in referees is consistency and uh, well you can tell what the crowd think of that but the question has to be asked has young stain got the accuracy for the three points that south africa want it's high and it's long and it's straight that is a big score for south africa they lead 15 points to six it is a big score. I felt that if England were in touch, sort of six points going into the final quarter of the match, they might just have enough to snuff out South Africa. But that nine-point cushion makes it a really big hill for the English side to climb. Well, it's been an incredible story for Durant, and I think... Uh, well, looking at the time, I think it's keep possession and put the ball into touch. On the brink of history. They're about to become world champions. And just as England did four years ago, right on the stroke of full time, they kick it into touch. And John Smith and his team are the winners here in the Stade de France. South Africa are the champions. It doesn't really matter about the score. They've created their own bit of history and the whole of South Africa will be delighted. 15 points to six, John Schmidt and co over England. We go to 2011, and yes, we do remember this one well. It was here in New Zealand. France, 19-12 over England in the quarters. 9-8 over Wales in the semi-finals. Whereas New Zealand, comfortable wins against Argentina and Australia. Set up a ding-dong battle at the Garden of Eden on the 23rd of October, 2011. France, New Zealand. Eden Park at Auckland, the time is here for the Rugby World Cup final of 2011. Craig Chabert of South Africa is our referee. And Piri Wepu gets the final underway. And the kickoff is contested by the All Blacks. So first real opportunity for the All Blacks, deep in the red zone. Going to a full line-out option. Corey James moves across and behind. Nonu. And the throw is good. Pops it up to... Absolutely love scoring tries. His eighth in his 83rd test match. Set piece play. Mialamu on the button. Now here's Thorne running hard at Mass. And the ball lost forward, and now the All Blacks have a player down, and it's Aaron Cruden. And he's clutching at his right knee, it would seem. Aaron Cruden, because that's his default option, really. Happy to run. Let's have a look here. Oh, there. A little hyperextension. Both number tens have been pushed out of the game. And well, cometh the hour. Well, cometh the man. Number four, five eight for the All Blacks. It's been a jinx position, but Stephen Donald's got plenty of experience. The All Blacks, well, they're going to bang it into touch. They're happy with that. And to go to the dressing room, a solitary try separating the two teams in the first half, scored by Tony Woodcock. 5 to nil in the final. Put back by Reed. Wepu sends it wide for Nonu. Being asked to cut the ball up. And it's on the French side penalty though. Now, who's going to do yeah. the goal kicking? That's the question. Stephen Donald striding forward. Yeah. Pointing to the posts. Well, he has kicked 95 points. He scored 95 points. In Test Rugby, here's his kick. 
And he's nailed it. Away it goes to Trent at Rusery. Doucetois! Doucetois, the captain! France are back. Well, they're back all right. A mistake at the base of a ruck. There it is right there. A little actually foot from Rougerie. Whippy needed to commit to it on the ground. He didn't. He tried to chip past it. Some desperate defence as they went to the left. But finally they came back to the right and found a hole for their skipper, Doucetois. So Trunduk is now the goal kicker. And no problems at all from right in front. Held in the back by Aaron Ordicki, and this is a good French scrum. And it's a penalty. 16, standing up. Just a short run up. Pushed it away to the right. All they've got to do is kick it out. Do they know it? Do they know it, though? Ellis is going to do it. And they're offside. They've just got to kick it out, and the All Blacks are the world champions for the second time. Fantastic scenes. Um, gosh, anyone that was in New Zealand, uh, lifelong memories. Uh, the tour, uh, the parades around the street and how the whole country embraced that hosting of 2011. Two to go. They're next. Helping you tune out your annoying workmate. You're listening to Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. Well, we've played you the first uh, handful of Rugby World Cup final highlights starting in 87. We've got two to go. 2015, New Zealand and all the teams headed up to England and Wales to play in the 2015 version. It was a final between New Zealand and the Wallabies in 2015. New Zealand beating, what, thrashing France, 62-13 in the quarterfinal, squeaking out over South Africa, 20 points to 18. Australia, a one-point victory over Scotland and a more comfortable one over Argentina in their semi-final. So it was off to the home of rugby in the United Kingdom, London's Twickenham, New Zealand, Australia. New Zealand against Australia in the World Cup final. It's a desperate lunge from Matt Gitto. Brilliant tackle from Gitto. Does lead to a penalty. It could have been worse for Australia. The famous concentrating eyes of Dan Carter and that famous boot as well. Aaron Smith. Conrad Smith. Aaron Smith. Here it comes. McCall. Milner Scanner. Absolutely typical. New Zealand skills at their best when it matters most. Utter, utter class. Almost high again from Kepu. Sonny Bill Williams to Nonu now, and Nonu finds a way through. Steps. Oh, Nonu, my God, score here. Mitchell with a tackle. Nonu! The All Blacks are on their way to a very special place in World Cup history. Have a look at it again. Stephen Moore's in his ear. <laughs> he knows this could be the game changer. I mean that. Oh, <laughs> That's really okay, Sorry. Thank you. 
It's, it's not a marginal adjustment. You've risen quite high above the horizontal and it's gone down the shoulder. Yeah. And that is a yellow card offence, OK? Lucky. Off you go, please. Thank you. It is ten minutes for Australia to work with here. Next up, Ewswell. And Pocock. And Pocock. What a way to start that Simbin period. Brilliant work from Australia. They had to score there. Core goes sprawling all over the top. Genia. Oh, there might be a bit of space in behind here. There is. And it's back into Australian hands. And it's Condrani! Game on! Smith again. Carter goes for the drop goal. Dan Carter! What a kick! He did it against South Africa, and he's done it again in the final. He two scores. Mitchell, give it away. Ben Smith. Barrett is chasing. He's got Pocock for speed. This is Bowden Barrett, control this. And the cup is his. It's New Zealand. Sonny Bill Williams still looking to play. The All Blacks, still the kings of World Rugby. Is this the greatest ever era, even for New Zealand? Well, it feels like it right now. 34-17, New Zealand defeating Australia. And then it was to the land of the rising sun in 2019. Um, England beat Australia 40-16 England beat New Zealand 19-7 to get into the final South Africa beat Japan 26-3 and then squeaked out a win over Wales 19-16 New Zealand played the third place playoff the day before in Chorfu uh, beating Wales 40-17 but all eyes were on the final 2nd of November Yokohama, England, South Africa Pollard goes in and makes the stop shot. And now the penalty for the Springboks. They swarmed. They got all over the top. And they have won an absolute gimme of a penalty right in front of the poles. Pollard with a chip shot. Nails the first three on the board in the World Cup final. Side to side and our numbers across to the left. Key tackle from Colby. Shuts that straight down, and now another penalty for England. 3-3. Lovely ball from Mostert, who pops it out, and we're going to come back to the churn turf, to the mark. Oh, they just cannot yeah, call this England punt with the power. The beast on this near side against Dan Cole. He's had a torrid afternoon. This to make it a six-point game. Pollard! It's good! And right on half time, the score 12 points to six. The Mulman traced from the restart, but it took three to do it. And now the penalty with England. And a chance for them to wipe three off again through Farrell. This two take three off the deficit, and he just squeezes it. McPimpy, McPimpy putting him behind for Arm, Arm, the Kangaroo, back to back to Zoli, 
That's brilliant, Pivi. Yeah. Work the short side. Good hands from Marks. But just the calmness. Lucania arm. Taking give so casual. It's just a cup game. And losing it. Arms there. Hops up in a toy. Here comes Chosen Colby. Colby. Bounces towards the fence, beats one, still going, Chosen Colby, Chosen Colby, South Africa, the World Cup is theirs! They're about to create history as the only team ever at a World Cup to lose a pool game and go on and lift the biggest prize of them all! South Africa! World Cup winners in 2019, full time, and it looks like this, South Africa 32, England 12, South Africa the best team on the planet. And they did that with coach Rassi Rasmus having been in control only one year, and his goal was always 2023, can he kick that goal on Sunday morning, 8 o'clock. Live commentary here on SENZ. You will not want to miss the call with Daniel McCarty and Christian Cullen. That is our wrap of the highlights of the final stages, or the final game of every World Cup, 1987 through to 2019. It was great to hear some of those names again. And a big thank you to Joey Bell um, for putting that together for us. He spent hours cutting down all those full games into highlights. So big thanks to Joey Bell. Take our last break before the news.